High school basketball season is underway in the state of Tennessee. We'll preview all the teams throughout the Upper Cumberland. Tonight, we get an inside look at the Cookville girls, White County boys, and more. Welcome in on the High School Playbook. We're joined by Monterey girls basketball head coach Michelle Farley-Carson as the Monterey Lady Wildcats had a really successful historic run last year uh, for the girls basketball team. District runner-up finish was the first time for that team since 1949. And Coach, I'll start it right there. What was that run like for you, especially coming back to Monterey and your first season and having some success like that in the district tournament? Um, you know, that was really exciting, especially um, getting to come back to, you know, with the place where I play basketball uh, and getting to see the team prosper in the way that it did. You know, the big thing when I took over last year was that I wanted to instill in the girls that, you know, we are capable of winning our games. We are capable of competing um, in, you know, these um situations and trying to get um you know better as a team as well um and i felt really good about the outcome and the results of that since, since you've taken over what is something that you've really tried to instill into this program and what's something you've kind of seen since that first part until now and some big improvements um yeah so um the, my coaching style is probably a little bit different than some you know i try to be more of like a positive encourager and you know only like positive criticism and not necessarily the negative because I try not to limit my players um, and have them feel like, you know, they're not capable of doing something that they might potentially be able to do if I was to like, um, you know, just, I guess, be more negative towards them. They might not actually show me that side of them. Uh, and so that's why I try to focus more on that positivity um, in my practices and, you know, during games. And I think that has you know, help some of these girls to step out of their comfort zone a little bit, give them more of that freedom to, you know, be a player, but also um, engage in a positive team setting. Um, and, you know, that's that's been a big thing that, you know, I don't think we've seen in past teams, um, you know, with the program and everything. I feel like we are more of a positive uh, culture and more of a positive atmosphere that, you know, the girls like to come to practice and they enjoy, um, you know, playing. Coach, after the successful year last year, who are some girls that will be returning and making some key contributions for you this year? Yeah, uh, so we have uh, Lindsay Wright. She will be a senior this year. Um, she is coming back from a season where she made a thousand points last year um, and hit that milestone. Uh, so she, we anticipate her to have a good season again this year. And then we have um, Abby Saster. She was one of our um, lead posts last year and contributed a lot down low. And she will be back. Um, and then we have um, a couple other ones. We have you know an eighth grader that played for us last year. She'll be a freshman this year. Um, she kind of plays the point guard and um, a guard a little bit, and so she'll contribute a lot um, as far as our guard play goes, and that's Lydia Phillips. And then um, we have two new girls, Kelsey and Casey Flanagan, um, and they've joined our team this year, and that um, kind of helps us in our depths on our um, guard subs and being able to hopefully speed up the games a little bit more and you know give us a little bit more substitutions and um in that regard that we might not have had last year um but overall we have you know probably about eight or so returning from last year's team and then we got about eight new ones we've got a pretty good sized freshman class um and we got you know a couple that's never played before so you know we're uh we're just teaching them all i guess <laughs> and we're looking forward to a good season Talking with head coach Michelle Farley-Carson of the Monterey Girls Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Uh, Coaches, you're getting into this season. uh, You know, you mentioned kind of those younger players and maybe a little bit more depth for this season. What are some of the improvements that you'd like to see this team make from last year and a jump into this year? Yeah, 
Um, so the big thing is, you know, last year um, we had um, a lot of success in our post area, um, and because we had Adeline Klaus and Abby Sasser last year, and you know they were kind of a dominant force on the board for us. And that's something we're going to be lacking a little bit this year because we did lose Adeline. Um, so one key thing is, you know, I've been you know hounding them a little bit the last couple of play days that we've had just because our rebounding and stuff hasn't been up to par where I would like for it to be. Um, so that's one thing I hope that we can improve on. And I really hope that, you know, this year we can work a little bit more on our um, faster transitions and try to get some easy buckets off of that. Um, and just overall just trying to improve um, our, like, overall understanding of our teammates and um, how, like, being able to read how our teammates play and know, like, you know, somebody might cut and, you know, somebody might set a screen. And being able to just kind of recognize that without having, you know, more set um, scenarios and plays that we might have to do where they could just kind of – freestyle a little bit more, but have that structure to fall back on if, you know, we're not able to do that as well. Coach, what was the biggest thing you learned from your first season of head coaching with the Monterey girls basketball team? And how do you hope that that kind of gets better here in year number two? Um, Yeah. So the biggest thing that, you know, I learned was that, you know, it's a little bit different when you're not a player anymore and you're a coach, you have to kind of look at it from a different perspective. Um, But, you know, the big thing that, I was able to kind of learn and, and stuff as far as carrying it over was just being able to recognize that, you know, these, these players, these girls are humans, you know, they're going to make mistakes and they're going to have their off days. And, and that's kind of helped me to, I guess, fix my coaching into a place where um, I can be there to support them and not discourage them during those moments that they may not be having their best game. Um, because, you know, just, by providing a little bit more encouragement and offering a little bit more uh, peace of mind to them when they're going through those hard times, I feel like that's been a little bit successful for this program. And um, that's just something that I feel like if we can continue to do that throughout upcoming seasons, um, then, you know, the program hopefully will continue to be successful. Coach, I want to go back to that post play you had mentioned. You mentioned losing Adeline Klaus uh, to graduation last year, obviously a very big player for you. Does it change anything stylistically for you, maybe offensively or defensively this season? Uh, yeah, I think it will. So, um, you know, she was a big part of our um, offense and defense. You know, she got a lot of rebounds, um, probably over 300 or so last year. Um, and, you know, we we kind of relied on that a lot. And, you know, we relied on both of our posts to kind of get our boards and, and that kind of stuff. So, you know, offensively and defensively, we're going to have to adapt to that. And, you know, some of our guards are going to have to step in there. Um, we do have some other posts that I think will give us some good minutes uh, coming off the, off the bench and being on the floor. You know, they, they have the capability to be as successful um, as, you know, some of our more experienced posts, but they are still younger. Um, so, you know, hopefully by the end of the season, they've, they'll have um, reached that potential that I know that they'll be able to get at. Um, and as far as like the way we were going to play, um, you know, we might do a little bit more like four guards, one post look this year. Um, of course, we still might do the three three guards and two posts. It's just going to kind of be what's working for us after we, you know, do a couple games and kind of see what rotations might be best. That's the Monterey Girls basketball head coach, Michelle Farley-Carson, as they look to build on another successful season after her first year with the program last season. Coach Farley-Carson, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck this year. All right, thank you. The White County boys basketball team, really successful year last year and looking to gear up and do that again this year, and especially in that seven AAA district. We're joined by head coach Eric Mitchell of the Sparta Warriors basketball team. Coach, a 20-win season last year, a district tournament championship, two really good wins over the two Crossville teams in that tournament. Uh, you made it to the region semis. I, I just want to start with last year and the success of last year. What, what were your thoughts on the season? 
Well, I, you know, I, I was uh, I was tickled to death with the, with the kids throughout the season. You know, we had some up, ups and downs, but they uh, they uh, fought through them. And you know, Malachi, um, you know, he he hung it up in January uh, due to due to his knee. Uh, you know, didn't want to get hurt. Football, his knee brace was having to come off, so that threw us for a little loop because he's really the he was really the uh, one of the leaders in the locker room. Um, but we weathered the storm, and you know, Jake Davis, uh, he's my nephew. He got rolling. Thomas Paul got rolling. Trip Pinion improved. You know, Thomas Brock and and uh, and Jay Patrichman, and you know, we really had a good run down the stretch. Uh, you know, I was a little worried because due to weather, we had to play Cumberland County, who had the Player of the Year. Um, you know, in the district, we had to play them on a Friday and turn around and go up there on a Saturday. And our man, our kids just showed up and and just played their, you know, played their. Uh, played tough, played aggressive, and then we get into the district tournament. Was at Tech, and it's a big venue. That's the first time we had ever played there. I know the Double A district, the old Double A district, been playing there for years. But it was just an awesome atmosphere, and we just uh, was fortunate to get the ball last and ex- executed the play. So, um, but you know, then we get to the region, and uh, you know, just didn't have a. I mean, we played Page in semifinals. They didn't play well either. Neither did we. They just played a little bit better than us, but. You know, it was just, but it was a good year. We fell a little short of where we wanted to get, but, you know, but it was an exciting year, and I got everybody back. It's a great thing. So, you know, we've got uh, high expectations this year. Well, that leads me perfectly into this question as well. You kind of mentioned a few of those returners coming into this year, the success of last year. What are some of the expectations you guys have set for this season? Well, uh, you know, we had, we've had a fantastic football season this mm-hmm. year, led by Malachi and Tripp and several others, and they've played it. They've played further than they've ever played. So, I just I've had one practice uh, and and we open up tonight. I had one practice yesterday with the entire team, mm. and we opened up tonight. But you know it's uh, kind of uncharted water. So um, you know our expectations are, are you know obviously uh, you know to win the district, to win the district tournament, uh, to to win the region tournament, to make it to the state, and obviously the main goal is state tournament. But no, uh, we've got the pieces. We just uh, you know it's it's going to be. Uh, Kind of a challenge, you know, for me to these guys who who all played last year. Uh, you know, Christian Henderson's grown; he's better, uh, he's improved a ton. Uh, you know, Jake Japheth, Thomas Brock, Thomas Paul, year older, Trips Pinion, year older, what really stronger, a lot stronger. Um, you know, it's, the challenge is how do how do we how do we get past that point? How do we make ourselves better day in day out when we when Basically, you know, I've had them all year. They they know about everything there is to know. How how do we challenge them to get better each and every day and be be playing at our best come February? So that's going to be the challenge. Talking with head coach Eric Mitchell of the White County Boys Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, I got a chance to talk with Coach McWilliams with Upperman. Of course, he's used to waiting for those football guys to get into basketball season. He's got a lot of those this year for you. Uh, Obviously, a little bit newer for you guys. The White County Warriors football team, very good season. Of course, Malachi Malachi, a really good season himself. And and Tripp Binion, really good too. What what are you guys doing to, to try to get them back into basketball mood and into the basketball swing of things <laughs> well not not a lot because i just got them back yesterday and we had to practice so but uh you know we're just going to try to ease them in uh obviously they both um you know thomas paul who played football and, mm-hmm. and trip both were starters last year and they wanted to play every second you know a fraction yesterday but I, I didn't let them and you know we're playing a uh max county team tonight who's guard oriented got some three or four really good guards so they're going to be challenged tonight just take it one game at a time uh you know 
it's the football season was 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 so exciting. But you know, like I said, it's uncharted waters for me because you know I've I've had well starting since over one, I've not had a I've not had but ten total players there twice. So, but Coach McWilliams, he you know he's been through it. He uh, we and him talk a lot. When he he was a senior when I was a freshman tech. We played together, mm-hmm. and uh, you know his teams always do a really good job. And you could tell last year how tough and physical they were, you know, uh, having played football. But, uh, you know, uh, you obviously want to win every game, but it really matters. Uh, basketball's a tournament game, any way you look at it. Um, you know, you, you can go over and, and win the state championship. Not That never happens, but you could. Uh, so we want to uh, we want to have these games to prepare us for that tournament, and that's where we want to be playing our best, and there's no real recipe for that, it, you know. So we just, that's what we try to achieve. Coach, you mentioned some of the expectations this year. One of those was winning a district regular season title, and I wanted to ask about that. I've talked with co- talked with Coach Mick Williams about that as well. Seven AAA, obviously very strong this year. Seems like every single team is improving coming into this year. You guys having some of the most most of the talent on your squad as well. What are what are some expectations, or how does it feel to kind of be atop the standings as of right now? And and what's it feel like kind of having all those other teams coming after you guys throughout the season? Yeah, well, that that's kind of uh, you know it's uh, our district. Uh, you know, we went from the old three A district with three classes to this district. And it got it did not get any easier. So uh, they're great coaches in our league. Great, great players. Uh, Stone is a uh, you know to me Stone is the uh, the one to beat because they went to the semifinals of mm-hmm. state last year and got predominantly everybody back. Uh, the Caps kid uh, is a sophomore. He was a prolific scorer as a freshman. Which is unheard of a lot in, uh, in 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 basketball to have a freshman score like that. Uh, but you know, uh, Upperman solid year in year out. Livingston uh, traditional, you know, solid. The Cavs got some, you know they got a new coach, but they've got some good talent. You know, Carmelin and, and you know County was was had the best player in the league last year. Uh, you know, the expectations uh, obviously are high for us, but this league is is so tough. And night in, night out, you've got to come play because, you know, we were rolling along last year uh, and then lose three in a row. And uh, we thought the we thought the season was coming to an end really quick, but we weathered the ship and uh, routed the ship and, um, you know, uh, and but and, and got it done. But that's the thing. The district, the, the, the district regular season is a marathon, mm-hmm. uh, not a sprint. And to me, the, the best team – wins the that marathon now again i said basketball is a, a tournament game anybody can get hot in the tournament uh, that's why they call it march madness and ncaa but to me the best team who wins the regular season and then you know you have teams that get hot and obviously the district tournament is very very important because it's a tournament game so that's that's kind of where we're we go with it Seven AAA going to be a lot of fun, both on the boys' side and on the girls' side as well. That's head coach Eric Mitchell with the White County boys' basketball team right here on the high school playbook. Coach Mitchell, we appreciate the time. Good luck going forward this season. Absolutely appreciate you having me on, and uh, thanks, thanks, uh, thanks again. We go inside the Wildcats' den as we're joined by head girls' basketball coach Leslie Riddle. And Coach Riddle, uh, glad basketball is back. For you personally, how excited are you to get started at another season at Livingston Academy? Well, very excited. You know, we've got a lot of kids coming back and uh, a really good freshman class coming in and um, conditioning is always awful. So that's that's awful for the kids. It's awful for the coaches. So we're, we're ready to, you know, put the coach and the ball and the players back together in the gym and, and do some real basketball besides just the conditioning part. Now, I know for players, I, I've been through that. That's not any fun for coaches. Why, why, why is it awful? Well, you know, when I was younger, I didn't mind it. I felt like, you know, 
just make them hurt, make them work. But the older I get, I think I get more empathetic, I suppose. And <laughs> and uh, I feel a little bad for them, you know, when they're going to the trash can to throw up and things like that. So maybe maybe I'm just getting old and soft. <laughs> Coach, you mentioned it's some younger players this year. Of course, you had a lot of seniors last year. What's the makeup of the team this year, and what kind of numbers do you guys have? Well, we have 16 kids. Um, we had four seniors to graduate, of course, that had played for a long, long time. Um, we had another player to transfer out. Um, and so we have 16 players, and seven of those are freshmen. So a little bit of rebuilding, but honestly, the top four, um, maybe five kids played quite a lot last year. You know, we had a nine or ten person rotation at point at some point, at certain points. And uh, so a lot of these kids have a lot of experience. And um, we have two, uh, one returning starter and, you know, some others that could have been starters, you know, and if, if I'd have done it differently. I wanted to ask about those rotations. You mentioned those nine and kind of ten person rotations. How does that change this year or does it change this year with the new players coming in? Well, I can't do that now. I don't have nine or ten that are that, are that equal. Um, but it gives us an advantage, even losing nine seniors, it gives us the advantage of having those other kids that um, have played, have played a lot of minutes and a lot of quality minutes. And, you know, we would start the game and, you know, sub five or sub four, but usually at the end of the game it was the kids that were playing the best at the time and and a lot of these kids were those kids that were playing those minutes and um and of course summer camp and everything you get to play together but um you know top five six seven kids we feel really really confident but then we're going to have to really work to get some of our other ones ready coach a really successful season last year 25 and 7 9 and 3 in district playing i wanted to ask about that district it was a really tough one and some really good teams in it. i mean you had upperman finished fourth and go on to win state a somewhat new district different same teams pretty much but a new district what was it like playing in that district last year and how tough was it Oh, it was extremely tough, um, but really, not, honestly, not much different than what we'd done before in uh, in eight double A. In eight double A, you know, you got your state champion out of there so many times, and then you go to seven triple A, and there's your state champion again. And and like you said, they finished fourth, and you know they continued to get better and better and better as the year went along, and by far the best team in our district at the end of the season. But the state champion could have been several other teams out of our district if the ball bounced you know a, a different way so it's just such a strong district and you know we we argue that we make each other better but we beat each other up a little bit too but um, if you if you don't work every single every single day to get better you're going to have trouble in this district speaking of that all those teams that finished high in that district poised to make another good run this year what are some things that you guys focused on in the off season and here early in the preseason to work on that's going to have to be a little bit better oh everything uh you know, you knowing that you're going to have this where at any given night in our district you could win, you could lose. Um, it, you just have to work on everything. Every kid has to work on their shot. Every kid has to work on their quickness. You have to work on your strength. It's just everything. Who are some players that you think are going to be key contributors this year? Well, obviously Ellie Butler coming back. Um, she was a freshman last year and, and put up big points points for us last year, but there were lots of weaknesses since she was a fre freshman. Um but she's really, really grown quite a bit, especially on the defensive end for us and, and understanding really what we want. Um, Aaliyah Melton and Hallie Ledbetter are two starting senior post players, and they've had great, great summers, and they're so long and athletic. And um, Mally Jean Coleman will be our starting point guard. And of course, she had a great year last year, except for a thumb injury that lingered a little bit. So um, we've, we've got a lot coming. And then uh, our other starter right now is Keely Mullins. People may not know her as well. She was a freshman last year. Um, she's grown. She's about 6'1", now going to be playing the three for us. And uh, 
So we're, we're going to have a little bit of a different look, but uh, a lot of the people will be recognizable. Still a pretty tall team, at two, yeah, it sounds right. like. Well, who are some players that you think are going to make a big jump? And Ellie might fit that going from freshman to sophomore year, I guess. Yeah, I think Ellie's probably the most. Um, I think she'll be. it'll be more noticeable that it's not just driving to the rim, you know, and, and being that forceful because she's, she's really upped her shooting game. And uh, Keely Mullins will be another one that will surprise everyone because they really didn't have her on the radar. And um, Tessa Hargis has played real well for us. She played a few minutes last year, but she's a shooting guard for us that didn't, you know, with 10 really good kids, she just kind of had to wait her turn. So she's had a really good time as well. That's head coach Leslie Riddle as they get ready to start the basketball season coming up in a couple of weeks. We're inside the Wildcats den. The Jackson County Blue Devils boys basketball program getting geared up for another good season. Really successful year last year, 23-8, a district tournament championship, their first since 2012, and made it to the 2A sectional. Uh, coach, after a really successful year last year, how excited are you guys to get started this season? Oh, we're really excited to get the year started. Uh, we got a lot of new faces, and so that makes it all that more intriguing to see how these kids uh, progress throughout the year. Coach, with those returning kids, and especially the ones who played in that sectional game, of course you played the eventual state champs in a really good East Nashville team. How do you hope that experience helps them going into this season? Well, there's no doubt that, you know, gives us confidence in the kids that we got coming back and, and uh, you know, and playing in that type of environment. But we played in some big games, uh, some packed gyms last year throughout the, the, the season and especially in the district and region tournament. And, and it was just a great uh, atmosphere and a great experience for those young men. You mentioned the district region tournament, some really good battles with York. You guys kind of going back and forth throughout the season, get them in the district tournament, they get you back in the region again, And but you still got that sub-state appearance. Coach, as, as those younger guys come in, did it seem like you had some more guys come out after the successful year last year? Well, we definitely, we have a class of eight freshmen, so uh, it's definitely a big class, but we needed that. I'm down to we only have one sophomore and one junior right now, so, uh, you know, we're really young this time, and, and there's no doubt that excitement and those young kids coming over and watching that team play last year got them motivated to want to play high school basketball. Coach, break down the team for me a little bit. Who are going to be some key contributors, maybe some returners from last year, and who, who are going to be some of those younger guys that are going to have to step up and make a big impact? Well, uh, for sure, uh, you know, coming back, Hayden Stacy was our starting point guard last year, and, and uh, uh, he had a good year, shot 44% in the three-point line, and, and averaged right at four assists a game to two turnovers a game. So uh, he had a good year last year. And then we have Kendrick Brown coming back, who was our uh, five-man last year. It averaged right at nine rebounds a game. And and uh, he's going to have to really step up his scoring output for us this year and become more offensive-minded for us. And then we return in Jordan Arroyo, but he's he tore his MCL and uh, PCL during football. And, and uh, we're hoping that he's going to get back around the first of January to the middle of January. We're we're really hoping for that. He's in rehab right now. And uh so those three, especially, you know, coming back from that team last year and you know the young kids, uh we have a junior Waylon Kennedy, I feel like can shoot the ball and and uh we need him to have a big year for us on the perimeter and uh we really have uh, another sophomore, Brady Smith that uh, athletic kid, long length, he has a chance to become a pretty good player, you know, here in high school. And and then I have two freshmen that are going to play quite a bit. Alex Meadows and Isaiah Thomas will uh, 
come in that rotation there for us, especially until Jordan gets back in the January, we're hoping. Well, being from Indiana and being an IU fan, that uh, that last name uh, is a pretty good name to have if you're a basketball player with Isaiah Thomas. Hopefully he can uh, <laughs> he can work out for you guys there. <laughs> yeah, we sure hope so. Uh, he uh, He's uh, he's he's really and truly he's he's my third cousin so you know he uh he's part of the family i've known his family my whole life and he he's a kind of a three-sporter athlete here at our high school playing soccer and football and basketball but uh a good kid and and you're right it didn't hit me about that name i was i was an isaiah thomas fan in the day We're talking with head coach Kevin Thomas of the Jackson County Blue Devils boys basketball program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, this offseason, what what did you guys kind of focus on? Did you focus on anything particular in your guys' game, or is it just kind of developing those younger guys? Well, uh, just to be honest with you, you know, um, the kids that I'm starting off with this season never were on the floor together this summer. you know, uh, just uh, you know, we had uh, Trey Benet who transferred to Monterey, that was our leading scorer last year, and then Jordan was with us this summer. You know, on the floor, and and of course he's not with us right now. We had another young man that decided not to play, and and uh, so just to be honest with you, this is a. Uh, us starting last week was our first time together. You know, we really felt like in the summer we had a really good team coming back and was going to be knocking on the door for that state tournament with some older kids. And, you know, we had four returners, we thought, and now we're down to two. So it's just been a – it's been a, a – a uh, brand new situation, kind of starting all over. But I'm glad I got some older kids that have been there and played some big games to help these young kids along and and uh, see what we can do this year. With some of those early changes, and especially right before the season, how big is that going to fall on Hayden Stacy's shoulders to to try to lead this team this year? Oh, definitely. He's going to have to be a tremendous leader for us, and he's going to do the bulk of the ball handling and and uh, getting us into what we need to be in. And you know, we're going to rely on him to be really uh, a steady presence out there on the court. And and uh, there's no doubt he can do that. He's got those leadership qualities and and uh, just a real hard nosed kid. And and uh, he, we're going to lean on him a lot this year. Coach, what can we expect stylistically-wise maybe from your team that might be a little bit different from last year? Well, last year, you know, we scored right at almost 60 points a game. We're not going to be that explosive this year. you know, we're going to have to be grinding them out some. And, and uh, you know, we're going to have to do some things defensively that we didn't do last year. Uh, you know, as far as that goes, I just uh, – you're going to see a team that really – that that just going to play extremely hard. Uh, we're going to have to battle for every possession. And, and uh, you know, it's not going to be as flashy, but uh, I think we're going to still have a pretty solid team regardless. Should be a fun year for the Jackson County Blue Devils boys basketball program. That's head coach Kevin Thomas as they get geared up for the season right here on the high school playbook. Coach Thomas, we appreciate the time. Good luck this season. Thank you. Really appreciate it. We'll get back on the high school playbook. We're joined by head coach Lamar Rogers of the Clark Range Girls basketball program right here on the high school playbook. Coach Rogers, obviously a really talented team from a year ago returning this year. And I want to start it with last year. Of course, you guys fall in the district tournament play-in game, which is one of the things that really doesn't happen too often in your career of not making the region tournament. How did you and the team respond this offseason to make sure that doesn't happen this year? Well, that's that's the only time it's ever happened. As a matter of fact, since I've been coaching, but uh, we just roll our sleeves, went back to work. Uh, we went to 
this summer went to camps at uh, Cleveland, Shelbyville, Lebanon, and MTSU, and played some of the best AAA and uh, 4A schools around, really. I don't even think we played that single-A school. And, you know, those um, bigger schools have a few more good players, so that was really good for us. All five spots on the floor that we played against was a very talented player. So I think that toughened us up. Now, we didn't, of course, win them all. Nobody does, but we, we did uh, very well. Uh, here again this year, uh, we've got all five starters back, and uh, we're real tickled and excited about that. And I've got uh, three or four other girls. I've got really seven players that could start. So really excited about that. Coach, take me through the team makeup this year. I know I got a chance to see you quite a few times last year broadcasting the Pickett County games, and you had a really young team last year and even more experience this year. Who are some of those key returners that will be making a big impact this year? Um, well, um, you know, here again, last year we really was really solid. And, uh, you know, just touching base on that a little bit more, we, we split with Clay County, and they was in the state tournament. We beat Van Buren County twice, and they was in the state tournament. We beat North Green, and they was in the state tournament. So it was really, really close. We just had a bad game and messed up. But, um, you know, it starts with the point guard, Matty Bush, a three-year starter, about 5'10". Uh, uh, you know, she won a triple-A uh, state uh, long jump. just shows you how athletic she is. And... Um, then we've got, uh, you know, three seniors back. We've got uh, Casey Sales, a three-point shooter, a wing player that uh, plays extremely hard. We've got Lauren Schultz that played the post last year for us, but we're moving her on the perimeter this year. Uh, then we've got Addie Stairs. The best compliment I can give her, she plays like a boy. <laughs> Just to score, uh, a junior. And then we've got Chloe Rogers, a sophomore wing player. So we've got all five of those back, and I think they're bigger, faster, stronger. They're uh, you know, basketball IQ is better, and uh, then we've got um, we've got a transfer from Monterey, uh, uh, Katie Hopkins. It's uh, going to really be really good for us, explosive player. We've got Peyton Manis, uh, sophomore post player that's really improved, about six foot, and you know she'll be playing. And then we've got um, Ashton Napier, a freshman. Uh, 5'10", 5'11", freshman, three-point shooter. That's really adding our depth. And then we got Sophie Sitton, uh, freshman wing player. So we got really nine players that we feel comfortable with, and that's been part of a rotation uh, this summer. Talking with head coach Lamar Rogers of the Clark Range Girls Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Uh, coach, obviously to playing in that District 7 single A, and you mentioned some of the teams in that district uh, last season. Of course, it's one of the tougher districts in single A, especially in basketball. You mentioned how Van Buren County, not in 7A, but they went on to the state tournament. You guys play them. Clay County goes on to the state tournament. What makes District 7 single A so, so competitive? Well, really, it's like that, the whole Upper Cumberland. If you, if you come out of the Upper Cumberland, you know, out of our district, uh, it always sends one team to state tournament and, uh, you know, a lot of times two. I think two teams will be down there this year. We want to be one of those. Uh, but Double A, you know, Livingston, uh, anytime you can come out of the Upper Cumberland, White County, Triple A, Upper uh you've got a chance to do really good in the state tournament. It's just uh, uh, really important to the communities. Uh, it's a basketball hotbed. Uh, everyone in the state knows about it. If you're playing an upper-coming team, you, know, you have to play good. You have to be ready. So 
you know, we're proud of that as being part of that. And, uh, you know, other teams in our district, um, you know, are all going to be better this year. I think Pickett County lost one player. Uh, they're going to be better. Clay County's going to be better. Red Bull Springs got all five starters back. Uh, I think Goins will lost a bunch of seniors over. And we're going to be a lot better. So our district is it, going to be, um, you know, one of those years where we're really – uh, everybody's going to be really, really good, and, and uh, you know they, you know, people would like to be Clark fans, so we've got to be ready to play every now and then. Coach, uh, we talked kind of off air before we started this interview, and you said you're entering your 47th season of coaching basketball, and I believe uh, they've all been at Clark Range with the Lady Buffaloes. So w- what has kept you engaged in coming back year after year to keep on coaching? Well, you know, don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> in some ways, it's just uh, you know it hits home for me. I've had opportunities to go other places and uh, you know go to college and everything. But uh, you know it's been home for me. And then uh, you know it's uh, the strategy. Uh, you know watching the players uh, mature and grow up and graduate. I think we've had about fifty or fifty-two girls get college scholarships. Uh, so you know we're real proud of that. Um, you know just watch them grow up. And, and, um, you know, meeting friends, uh, you know, statewide. We've probably been lost everywhere, really, on the bus trying to find these schools before the phones helped us. But, um, uh, you know, it's uh, for the players and me, it's about creating memories, and, you know, good memories. And uh, I think we've done a lot of that uh, over the years. That's head coach Lamar Rogers with the Clark Range girls basketball team getting ready to start their season this season. Of course, have a good season in District 7 single A as well. Coach Rogers, we appreciate the time. I look forward to talking to you throughout the season. Okay, thank you a lot. High school basketball season is finally here as we start previewing the basketball teams from around the Upper Cumberland right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We're joined by the Upperman Bees boys basketball head coach Bobby McWilliams. And Coach McWilliams, uh, I'll start it off. How excited are you to get the season underway? Well, it's been a long time, uh, you know, since our last game. Uh, we put in a lot of work between uh, the end of the season and the first of this year. So uh, these kids are ready to play. We're ready to play. And I'm uh, just ready to get it started. Coach, I know preseason a little bit tougher for you because you got a lot of football players on your basketball team, and they just finished up their season this past Saturday in, a, in an emotional close loss for them. How What is that transition like? How do you try to handle that when all of those football guys finally come back and are ready to play basketball? Well, you know, uh, first and foremost, we have to, you know, we have to see where they're at physically. Um and, you know, see how healthy they are, see how much recovery time they need. Um, you know, when, when, when they get back in here, we want them, we want them, uh, physically ready to go and, and mentally, mentally ready to go. I, that, that may be more important to them right now than the physical. Just, you know, it was a big loss for them. Uh, they were, uh, uh, you know, they had their own expectations of advancing, you know, a little deeper in the playoffs and, and so that letdown sometimes, uh, you know, it's hard to change gears. And um, um, as a result of that, you know, we're trying to, you know, sit, see where these guys are, give them the time that they need to recover and then have a balance and, and when to get them back in. Uh, we purposely pushed our some of our our, our dates back a little bit to, uh, to start our first game this year. Uh, so we're starting a little bit later than we, than we previously have. And we've done that with, you know, these guys in mind, trying to give them a chance to, uh, you know, to, to extend their playoff run a little bit. And, uh, 
and hopefully not miss too much of their season. Coach, obviously with those guys coming back and out for at least the, the first couple of weeks of that preseason, does it give kind of the younger guys or more inexperienced guys a bigger opportunity to kind of get to know your system, get to know the plays a little bit more, and get some playing time when you have some play days as well? Yeah, absolutely, and that's the thing we started with. I told those guys that they would, they're would they getting an opportunity right now that they may not have gotten if um, – if uh, you know if that wasn't the case, and and they really stepped up, and it it kind of forces you as a coach to uh, play them and give them extended minutes, and and to to give them an opportunity to uh, to prove themselves. And uh, from my perspective, I've been you know 100% happy with our kids. I, I think uh, some of these guys are really uh, they're great. Their their games are, have elevated tremendously, and. Uh, well, they've grown up in the past couple of weeks, but not just them in all of our three-man workouts and preseason stuff and, and the weight room and everything. They've really developed, and that's been, uh, that's been a pleasant surprise to see. We're talking with head coach Bobby McWilliams of the Upperman Bees Boys Basketball Program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Uh, coach, obviously you've had a lot of successful seasons with the boys program. Of course, your wife Dana, a very successful season last year. She's had most of her career there with Upperman. Last year for you guys, a little bit above 500, 7-5 in district play. And if I remember right, a little bit younger of a team as well. As you transition into this year, who are some of the guys that are really going to be stepping up and making some key contributions for your squad? Yeah, you know, like you mentioned it, you know, I think last year we were picked last in the league. Um, we ended up maybe tied for third or tied for fourth or whatever. But uh, um, but anyway, um, we're, we're looking at, uh, you know, some of the returning players at the end of the year. We, uh, Jackson Bush and A.J. Uh, Nash got a, got a lot of minutes and, uh, you know, ended up starting for us and were really big contributors for us. And both of those two guys had really good summers. So we're expecting them to give us a lot of stability. Um, you know, Hayden Petty was, uh, he started some last year, played quite a few minutes. He and, uh, Clayton Harris also were, were two guys that, that played a lot. Cam Bush is coming back, you know, and he got uh, a lot of minutes, especially after Christmas last year. So, we do have some experience coming back. Braden Roberts is another one of those same kids that we're expecting to, um, you know, to really elevate their games as well. So we've got we've got some guys with a little bit of experience. We you know we got a couple guys that actually started and played uh, you know a ton of minutes last year, and then we've got some younger guys coming in. Uh, you know, we got some sophomores and uh, that um, you know Branson Turnbow. We feel like is going to. Um, contribute heavily for us this year, is especially once he gets in here and gets comfortable out of football. And then uh, we got a couple of freshmen that we're expecting to uh, to be able to give us some some good quality minutes off the bench. I think the difference in this team and and probably last year's team is maybe the uh, the experience, especially the, in the depth that we'll have. Uh, I think our depth is going to be uh, maybe our biggest asset going forward. Coach, you mentioned uh, being picked last in district last year. You guys finished with a pretty good record at 7-5 and five in a very competitive district, and it looks like that district going to be just as competitive this year in 7 AAA. Of course, Stone makes state last year. White County reloads as well, and it looks like pretty much every single team has kind of upped their game throughout the district. What do you expect to see from 7 AAA this year? I, I you know, the same. Um, you know, I got caught Livingston in a uh, play day the other day. I saw them play a little bit. They um, they are playing hard. Coach Miller does a good job with his guys, and they're really playing hard and playing with a lot of energy. So I think they're going to be much improved. And, uh, um, you know, I feel like that, 
you know, obviously uh, Stone's added a couple of pieces, got a transfer in, got a young kid coming in, and got two of their main players. Well, more than that, they got, you know, two of their main guards back anyway. But, uh, you know, White County has all their guys back. So, um, you know, I feel like the league was really competitive and, and really good. Obviously, we had a team in our league go to the semifinals last year, and um, I think the district's going to, the teams are going to be better. We've added a couple of coaches uh, in our league that uh, will give those programs a little shot of uh, boost of energy. So, um, you know, I expect it to be very competitive night in, night out. And, um, you know, it's, it's probably one of the best districts in the state as far as com- competition, in my in my opinion. 7 AAA going to be a lot of fun this year. The Upperman Bees expecting to make a big impact in that 7 AAA district race as well. That's head coach Bobby McWilliams. Coach McWilliams, we appreciate the time. Good luck this season. Thank you. Appreciate you. Back here in the high school playbook as we're joined by head coach Jamie Gillis of the Cookville Girls Basketball Program. Got their season started last night on the road with a very good Blackman team. And uh, coach, I know fell in that game to the Blaze. Uh, just take me through what were your thoughts on the game last night for the girls? Um, we look like we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> uh, we had some, we had some, there's some good spots to see, but, um, you know, I'm only returning Jordan Gillis and Cassie Gallagher um, as as the main um, kids who got to play last year. So it's it's basically a brand new team. I played a lot of freshmen last night, so um, we've got a lot of work to do. Um, it looks like it was uh, November for sure for us, but um, you know, like I said, some good things to see. I think we'll bounce back. Um, I, I like this group. I think they're going to be really fun to um, to coach and play with, but. Um, Blackman just gave us all we wanted last night. Coach, a really successful season last year. Obviously, you make it to the 4A state tournament, a 32-2 and record, a undefeated regular season. I mean, the accolades really speak for themselves. Uh, what did last season's success do for the girls' basketball program at Cookville? Well, I think I think we put, you know, Cookville in people's minds now. I mean, they know, I think people know that um, we, we can compete and we're uh, we're working hard every day to to make sure we are getting out there and and doing what we need to and um, you know I've got kids that just they, they love the game and they, they get in here and they work hard and they work out on their own and um, you know and so last year's team was just a, a veteran team that, that had played together for a long time and they just kind of set that bar for for where we want to go every season and, and how we want to to finish out, you know, obviously we'd like to win that, that state championship game, but, you know, just, just getting there and, and uh, being in the game and, and having a, having a chance to compete, you know, that that's where we want to be. Coach, did it seem like, I know you had mentioned a lot of freshmen playing in the game last night. Did it seem like there were more freshmen or even just more girls in general that came out for tryouts this year due to the success of last season? I mean, I think it was about normal. I had, you know, we did have a, a bigger freshman class this year. Um, I got a, a lot of kids from Prescott, and I, I got a freshman from All Good. So, you know, I have good feeder programs here in Cookville, and so, um, you know, I, I think that it. I don't know that it was just different um, from years past, but you know, the, they came in. They they know they got to work hard, and they got to they got to be pretty good to, to to make this thing for sure. All right, well, Coach, let's break down the team a little bit. I know you mentioned Jordan and Cassie, obviously two mainstays in that starting lineup, especially and in your program from a year ago. They're returning, and they're going to be key contributors this season. But who are some of the younger girls or maybe some girls who didn't get a lot of playing time last year that are going to have to step up and play well this year? Well, I've got um, senior Grayson Kelly, um, junior Isabel Garcia, and sophomore Macy Hudson, who 
um, are, are going to have to come in and give us some good minutes this year. Um, Isabel is a, a junior post player, and um, she's worked hard in the off season. And I, I think she she's coming into her own, um, you know, figuring out uh, where she needs to be. And she's getting double teamed a lot, so learning how to, you know, kick that out when she's double teamed and try to score when she's not. And so I think she'll be a big piece for us moving forward. And then, um, you know, just a ton of younger kids, uh, freshman class I've got, Allie Gillis, Carolee Gilbert, and Charlie Roby, um, who I think will come in and, and make an impact pretty quick. Um, I, I threw them in the fire immediately last night, and uh, they survived. So I think I think they'll they'll be a big piece for us moving forward too. Talking with head coach Jamie Gillis of the Cookville Girls Basketball Program right here on the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Fell to their opener in Blackman last night on the road, but a really good Blackman team who made it to the state tournament as well last year as the Cookville Girls did. Uh, coach, I-, I wanted to ask about that non-district r- schedule that you schedule. A lot of really good teams in your schedule. I mean, you play White County most years, Oakland, York, Warren County. You just played Blackman last night. How do you hope those games, on top of your already tough district schedule, prepares you for the district tournament and so on? Well, I mean, I, that schedule is on purpose because I want us to be tested and tried um, by the time we get into district play in January. And um, you know, I, I told the girls after after the loss last night, you know, we, we don't we don't need to be perfect in November. Um, we we're gonna we're gonna be put in these games and in these situations and learn from the loss and how to get better so that we can compete. You know, in in January all the way through March, and so. Um, I, this is probably one of the toughest, in my opinion, one of the toughest schedules in the state because all of those things that you just named are very good. And, um, you know, it's, we don't have an off night. And so it's just going to have to be, we've got to bring it every night. And, you know, with, with our success last year, I think, you know, teams want to beat us, you know, we're the team they want to beat. And, and that's, that's where we want to be. That's who we want to be. But that means we got to bring our best every single night. Coach, uh, looking at that game last night, I assume you've probably watched film on it as well. What are some things that stood out to you that you guys are working on here early on in the season that need to get a little bit better? Blackman got a lot of transition points on us, and they are um, they're they're fast and athletic, and so we that's that's one of the biggest things that we've got to work on is getting back in transition and not giving up easy baskets, especially when we score. Um, and and they out rebounded us, which is um, is very uncharacteristic for for a football team. So we've got to just make sure we're getting in there and putting a body on and not not giving up, you know, hustle plays. And so we want to make sure that we're we're making the other teams work for everything, and we we won't be out rebounded again. Coach, obviously another another tough one coming up on uh, on Friday. You get to go down to Cumberland County, take on the Lady Jets. They just took care of a really good Pickett County team last night, and uh, another chance for for your team to get some good run. Uh, when you're getting ready for games like this one, when you're taking on good teams, how much scouting do you do of the other team, or is it more so you guys are focusing on yourselves and just trying to get better, especially here in November? Well, today we'll watch a lot of film on on us, and and we're gonna I'm gonna show them some things that that we need to improve on before we can even talk about Cumberland County. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully um, tomorrow we'll watch some film of Cumberland County and, and just, just so they can see players and personnel and, and kind of the things that they do. Um, you know, they're, they're returning, I think, all five starters from last year. And so um, we'll, we'll have our work cut out for us for sure. But um, I think it's, it's, it's really important to fix the things that, that we need to, to do before thinking about Cumberland County at this point. 
Cookville girls basketball program getting ready for another good season in Cookville and in district play as well, trying to repeat last season, see if they can't go a little bit further. That's head coach Jamie Gillis right here on the high school playbook. Coach Gillis, we appreciate the time. Good luck this season. Thanks so much.